Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) 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 Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to another another crazy week here at uh, Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio, where we have the greatest listeners in the world. I love our listeners. My uh, co-host across the pond, as he says, Mr. Matt Zucker. Yeah! Welcome back, everybody. Thank you. And it's actually a couple of ponds, wouldn't it be? I guess so. Um, Let's say hello to who's listening to us today. We have the United States of China, Israel, and Romania. Hey, Romania, they're probably getting a lot of refugees in Romania. Is that on the border? (laughs) I have no idea. Is Chabad bringing people to Romania now? (laughs) Uh, Probably. Moldova is filling up all the Chabads there are. (laughs) Okay. Uganda, Australia, Brazil, and Iran. Hello, Iran. Oh, is Moldova bor? Oh, Kane. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, Moldova borders Ukraine. Okay. So does Romania not? Does not? I have no idea. I flunked that in geography. Do you hear yeah. my phone ringing? It's Chabad yeah. calling from. Uh... Shut up! <laughs> Stop calling Iran, me off the air. So, so I wonder is like. There really someone from Iran listening, or is it like someone messing with us with a VPN? I I don't know. I don't know. We've got a great show, though. I want to tell you that as uh, last week, of course, the war just started. Now it continues to rage on. And I have to tell you that the endless virtual signaling uh, is continuing on social media. So I have a lot of funny stuff about uh, cancel culture and uh, a story about Afghanistan Wow. Yeah. So, George, that's, I got to tell you something. I am so grateful because I was too busy all week to pay attention to social media. It was actually pretty good. Okay. And, and I also saw another movie uh, this weekend. If I have time, I'll discuss it. <laughs> a Bible movie? Uh, eh, not really, but it does involve the Jewish people. I, I told you, I, I thought you when I was uh, scanning Netflix and I saw Barbara Streisand and Funny Girl. And I'm like, oh, Stephen would like this. <laughs> What's his problem? Oh, my God. Don't make fun of my Barbara. I love (laughs) Barbara. Well, we will be right back after this break on Lighten Up, and uh, we will try to do just that right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Don't go away. How did a nice Jewish girl from Delaware end up living in Israel? Shalom, I'm Natalie Sapinski. Join me on my show, Returning Home. Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back to Lighten Up, everyone. Uh, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Uh, Matt Zucker. Who's that? 
Welcome back, everybody. Oh, hey. And I'm Steve, Steve Miller. Miller. Hi, all. So I got, my, I got my Israeli flag. Ooh, you see it? Yeah, Ooh. that's lovely. Made in China, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I think you're right. Oh, it God, is. that's so funny. <laughs> Matt. Steve. Listen. I'm, I'm listening. Right, before we go off on a tangent, I'm going to get right oh to it. Oh, my God. Okay. Because right I know it. you've got some good stuff. On. It's, it's a similar. Now we, now, now, we have to, of course, open the show talking about what everyone's talking about, which is Purim. No, I'm just <laughs> – which is the war. So this, I, I got to tell you, I did have some totally awesome momentation over the weekend. But anyway. Okay. Well, we'll wait till we get closer to Purim next week. Um, but listen, so, of course – Virtue signaling all over social media this week. It's really, really bad. And I have to tell you, I think I'm going to start virtue signaling myself. So here is something that came up. I found this online. Uh, right here where we live, or where I live, Pennsylvania, your old hometown. Listen to this. PA bans Russian-made vodka from fine wine and good spirit stores. <laughs> If you're looking for authentic Russian vodka in Pennsylvania, you're out of luck for the foreseeable future. You but, you could, but you could go to Luke Oil and fill up with Russian gas, can't you? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, I, look at me. I'm helping. I'm banning vodka. So uh, it says, as of today, these products will no longer be sold or procured by the uh, Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board. Chairman Tim Holden said, given the evolving political economic climate... It's just the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, so you want your bottle of Stoli? You're going to have to drive over one of the bridges to Jersey and yeah. you save and you save taxes, too. So not only that. OK, so the liquor board now in Pennsylvania is banning Russian vodka because they're helping. Here's here's something that I found from the New York Daily News. <laughs> More virtue signaling Now this is unbelievable. This woman, she tweets uh, her name is Rita Panahi. This is from the New York Daily News. It's titled, What a Stupid Time to Be Alive. And there's a picture of a cat. Apparently, Russian cats are banned from the international ah. competition. Look at this. Saw a that. Rus a Russian blue, which is a, like a beautiful cat. Now, the, the cat people are banning Russian blues from uh, cat competitions and cat shows. Meow! Meow! I heard, I heard some... Opera singer from the Met lost her job because she's a Russian. It's ridiculous. Well, it's like it's a, you know what you know what else hey, that is crazy. But I saw uh, it was two different uh, pieces. One was from Germany where some Russian oligarch got his. It was like the largest yacht in the world. Got his yacht seized because he's oh. a Russian oligarch, and France seized some other Russian oligarch's yacht. And I'm like, well. Wow, man, that's like, I don't know, crazy. Well, here it gets even worse. It gets not worse. It gets even more pathetic. Ready? <laughs> you know the video games EA Sports? Yeah. EA Sports says it's removing the Russian national team and all Russian club soccer team from its FIFA video game franchise. Even video game characters, if you're Russian, are getting canceled. <laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable. Look at that. <laughs> what was that movie about the um, the Olympics where we beat the Russians? I forget. You know, Kurt Russell was in it. What the heck oh, was Miracle. Miracle. 
Miracle, yeah. uh, that, whatever, that, some, some. Yeah, with Kurt Russell, Miracle is about the night that movie's being banned too because it shows Russian people. <laughs> you can't watch. Well, the yeah, movie. but you beat the Russians. They should. You should have a Miracle Marathon. Oh, right. Just play it like. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I figured I want to get in on it, Matt. I want to be part of the left. If you can't beat them, join them. So what I'm doing because hey, I'm helping. <laughs> I love. I'm helping. This is what I'm doing. So I'm banning. Uh, Russian salad dressing from my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite dressing in the world, but no more Russian dressing. And I'm going and I'm protesting every restaurant that sells Russian dressing. No more, baby. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you. Could get you could get people behind that. No more <laughs> Russian dressing. I'm telling you. No more Russian cats. No more Russian dressing. Putin's got to give up. No more Russian vodka? How about Russian oh, roulette? <laughs> Russian roulette. Oh, wait. Is that when you t- – I'm thinking – wait. You're not talking about like the gambling, right? No, that's what, that's, yeah, that's when you put like one – Oh, you're talking about Russian so, roulette with a gun. Yeah. I don't uh, know any other type of Russian roulette. That's Russian, uh, Russian roulette committing suicide is now banned. <laughs> well, listen, here's a here's a cause for you if you want to get involved with virtue signaling and, and, and the conflict in Ukraine. Okay. <laughs> I read a story in Vice, okay? Um, uh, trans people are stranded and alone in Ukraine following Russia's invasion because they are not allowed to leave with the women. <laughs> every male of military age is a combatant. <laughs> Do they have a, a trans battalion? No, they don't. <laughs> and you see, you should see a picture, pictures of a couple of these people. I'm like, yeah, they're in a tough spot. <laughs> oh, and they're not allowed to leave the country because they're of military age and they're basically conscripting, you know, a lot of men. And uh, are, are there a lot of trans people? Are there a lot of trans in Ukraine? I mean, come on. I, I, I don't know. It, they, them. Attack! Trans people in Ukraine have told Vice World News that they are totally stuck and scared for their lives in the country. Two Ukrainian trans women, which I guess means they have male plumbing, because I, I, that always confuses me. Plumbing. Um, <laughs> uh, two Ukrainian trans women said they can't leave Ukraine um, or even safely travel through it because uh, they're identified. Oh, right. And their documents say male. They look like girls, but they can't get... Uh, so the big famous Jewish hero Zelensky can't be compassionate enough to let them go? Right. The rights, rights groups are telling them they should lose their IDs and just, you know, fake it. Yeah. Oh, God. I say throw them in the army and let them fight. <laughs> listen, I'm going to give it – listen, you can say what you want about that. I don't know who the – there's there's a whole lot of weirdness going on, but the Ukrainians do seem to have uh, brass uh, – Brass ones. Brass. You know, Brass I got to give it to them. Although I did also read, right, so everyone's talking about it. I love how the left loves the fact that Zelensky is giving military-grade arms to every citizen, right? They want to take your gun away, but give them to grandma in Ukraine. <laughs> right? so I, I, see, I don't know if I told you, like, I saw this picture of a grandma getting rifle training, and she's prone on a shooting mat. Okay, with an with an AK forty seven, and I'm oh, thinking to myself, like I'm like I'm like, this has got to be a photo op. How is she getting up off of the mat? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Help! I've fallen and I can't get up with an AK forty seven. But apparently, 
not all of the people who receive their firearms are really that virtuous or patriotic because some gangs have been running rampant and there's been a lot of street crime <laughs> with the new government issued AKs. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. I really I don't believe anything. No, I don't know what to believe either. Listen, the one thing that the last uh, several years have taught us is it, you can't believe anything on the news. So. No. I don't believe I'm just going to pray for all the innocent people because for sure there's a lot of innocent people in a bad I, spot. That's right. I pray for the innocent people. I pray for the Jews. And let me tell you something, folks. If you want to get real news, you come to lighten up on Israel News Talk Radio. We only share the truth. You will get facts and truth. Always. That is my promise. <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> No more Fox, no more CNN. Just go to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. We will, we will share with you the real stupidity of the world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wait. <laughs> Speaking of Ukraine, before we go to our break here, and I know that Chabad is getting out all the Jews of Ukraine. So here's a story from the AP. These guys at Chabad uh, took all these kids from an orphanage out. And, and uh, these, these story, Maxim and Saul had spent the last 52 hours on a bus full of, of dozens of Jewish refugees, children that took them from war-torn Ukraine in the dark of the night across six European borders. And guess where they landed safely? Israel. No, Berlin. <laughs> this is where the Jews are taking them. And there's a quote here. One of the kids, the kids get off the bus and he says, I love Berlin. It's beautiful. Hello? When was the last time a Jew was going to say, I love Berlin. It's beautiful. Is that... oh. All right, so listen, before the break, I gotta, you, will, you will love this. I, I saved this just for you. Um, I caught this clip of Kamala Harris, one of your favorites, explaining the Ukraine situation on a morning radio show. So okay. I, I'd like to play this for you and get, okay. and get your impression of it, okay? Go ahead. Kamala Harris, let me explain it to you. Russia's a big country, Ukraine's a smaller country, and then a big country invaded a little country. That's what happened. Like now, let's up. go get my I was like, <laughs> She is dumb like a sack of rocks, brother. I, mean, I was like, wow, she's the vice president. She's a heartbeat away from... Oh, God That's help America, us all. baby. Hey, 80 million people voted for her. All right. Well, on that note, it's break time. Be back in a couple minutes right here on Lighten Up Israel News Talk Radio. Yeah.
You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. This is Shai Bentico, and each week I'll be webcasting to you from Judea, origin of the word Jew, a people besieged and beleaguered in every generation. Nazi Germany's but a memory, but in its place the world invented the phantom Palestinians as this generation's internationally authorized Jew killers. Tune in for a different slant on life in Israel, Phantom Nation, every Monday. <laughs> Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Sorry for the for the laughing. We have our, our producer gets us going and then says, oh, oh, your music's on. Yeah, I mean, she, she starts going into a, like a, re, a serious story. She's telling us this great, intriguing story. And then all of a sudden, oh, the music's on. Now go lighten up. I will leave you hanging. Oh, God. Right. We were discussing. Well, we'll fill everybody in. So because of all of the the refugees coming out of Ukraine, Israel is, of course, absorbing. I think they're expecting 15,000 refugees just this month alone. And uh, so they're waiving the background check. Ugh. And um, also uh, one other, one other fee. So, right, they're waving the background check. What could go wrong? And then our producer informs us that even Ayelet Shaked says that maybe ten percent of them will actually wind up being Jewish. Can't they go to another country? Why does no? Well, they're going to set them up in communities in the Negev, which is awesome. Can you imagine going from Ukraine, cold, mountainous northern yeah. Europe, to the Negev? But think of the reality TV show possibilities because you will have like Russian mobs battling uh, Bedouin mobs. It would be a real clash of <laughs> that, cultures. Be that actually might work out for Israel. <laughs> <laughs> but they should just keep them there for a little bit and then ship them off. Just for, bring the Jews for, in. And for our listeners who are not familiar with our geography, the Negev is the southern desert of Israel, and it's sparsely populated, uh, and the Bedouin there are running amok. It's lawless, and they do what they want. So put a bunch of Ukrainians there and see what will happen. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they can bring some of the free AK-47s. Yeah. Hi. All right, Matt. Now, you want to you wanna start off, or do you want me to start off, or what, what's up? What do you got? You got anything? No, I don't have anything. <laughs> I got to tell you, you've been slacking on the job. For, listen, man, I have Every week, all week long, I scour the internet, and then we come on to Monday morning, Matt's like, uh, uh, I've got nothing. <laughs> I'm still working these crazy hours, and it's like, and it, you know, uh, I got a million excuses, but as soon as I can get in front of a computer, I fall asleep. I'm like a narcolep, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then fine. Here, I've got a what great story. I got a great story from my favorite uh, paper, the Black Wall Three Times. Yeah. Dude, meanwhile, tell. meanwhile, can I just tell you how their virtue signaling? So in the <laughs> paper, the Black Wall Street Times, right? So their their logo is uh, their little whatever it is. It's called Injustice Anywhere uh, is a threat to justice everywhere. And there's a big, you know, usually, the, and then there's a big black fist. But yeah. now, but now. I use that words. emoji a lot, by the way. I know you do. Yeah. But now they've made the, the black fist and the words blue and yellow for the color of Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, like these people care about the Ukraine. That's, that's meaningful. <laughs> that's meaningful. Anyway, so this is from – and I've read articles from this guy before. This guy is the most angriest journalist 
on the planet. His name is uh, Ezekiel J. Walker. And, uh, you think he's related is, to Jimmy Walker? Uh, that's well, that's what I was going to say. I, I think it really <laughs> is Jimmy Walker. But here, um, it, here's the title. Tim Scott wants to be Trump's 2024 running mate. Why? And then he goes into this. Tim Scott, the GOP's token black senator, is at it again, according to his latest of many bootlicked statements. The South Carolinian hints he would like to be Trump's 2024 VP selection. Okay, so he calls him the token black guy. And then he starts talking about how he wants to be in the next be the next Mike Pence. And then this guy, this angry journalist goes, Trump and his maniacal rioters flipped on him for not overturning the 2020 election. They erected a gallows and noose to hang Mike Pence. If Trump and his clan will hang a white man, what the hell does Tim Scott they'll do to his milk dud headed ass? His milk dud. <laughs> this is a journalist. And this is how he's speaking. Now, I've spoken about this guy in previous shows. And then I love they wonder the milk why dud no... reverence. I love the milk dud reverence. I'm sorry. And then, and then they wonder why no one takes this, them seriously because they act like, ugh. I mean, you know, <laughs> he's calling token black senator and calling him a milk dud. And they're going to hang him on the gallows like he's looking up the Perm story. I mean, well, and come on, man. You remember, do you remember Joe Biden campaigning? Uh, I think it was like Virginia or something. I forget. It, um, and it wasn't for 2020. Come on, man. They're going to put you all back in chains. <laughs> what That's right. Joe what Biden said that, say? right? Joe Biden said that. They're going to put you all back in chains. He didn't say they are going to put you back into chains. They're going to put you all back in chains. It's the inflection that, you know, the Democrats have to use when they're speaking to a black audience. Right, and it's the same thing. Remember when Hillary Clinton talked about her hot sauce? <laughs> I always keep the bottle of the hot sauce in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, but we're the uh, we're the main. But but this guy, hey Ezekiel, why don't you look to your own party and their races, not us? Oh and then we saw this guy's name is Ezekiel J. Walker, and just like you said, I think it's really Jimmy Walker from the show. No Good way. Jimmy Walker's funny yes. and nice. No way. Jimmy, Kid no, Dynamite. But, yeah, like what's the uh, when you go under a pseudo name like a ghostwriter? That's this is Jimmy Walker's alter ego, an angry black man, and he's just like, yeah, I hate white people, dynamite. <laughs> people, do you think? Well, people... I'm sorry that there's so much anger in the world. You know what I mean, man? It is a shame. Well, it's it's funny, but this he guy probably is... has kids too. I wonder what he teaches them. Oh, yeah, well, I tell you. Yeah. Hey, Ezekiel J. Walker, you need to lighten up. <laughs> Speaking of lighten up. Hey, look, someone's calling me on my phone. It says spam risk. Should I answer it? <laughs> I'm working here, spam. No, I don't. <laughs> it's the Chinese. I always get these calls, and uh, I never Might be about your car warranty. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh. I get these calls and it says spam risk, spam risk on my phone. I never answer it. But then when I, they leave a message on my voicemail and then I always listen to it and it's always someone speaking Chinese. I'm telling you, we're in trouble. <laughs> That's the truth. I don't know. Has any, have you ever gotten that on your phone? No, no. I, I got to tell you, you know, 
like if I see a number that I don't recognize, first of all, if I if it's a U.S. number that I don't recognize, never answer it. An Israeli number, I have to answer it because I have so many like you know balls in the air, so to speak. Um, <laughs> that's uh, shut up. Um, <laughs> I have to answer it, and it's always stressful because it's usually someone that picks up and starts speaking Hebrew very quickly. Ah. And my Hebrew skills are not that good yet. You need to start. How long have you been in Israel now? Um, well, my wife and I will be starting Olpan again, which is language course. We, I did um, I did language lessons for like the first, um, I guess, eight months. But then the class ended and it didn't restart again because all You've the, been there a year, right? In August. Year and a half. Year and a half. All right. Come on. No excuse. You got to learn the language. Come on. You're a I learned all my Hebrew from uh, Fwauda. <laughs> I love that show. I can't wait for season four. Anyway. It is a good show. What do you got, Matt? Do you have anything? Well, I wanted to, I, I was going to say that uh, – I forget what triggered the memory, but you said something about weight. I don't know. Um, did you oh, – Yeah, you're getting, you, you, uh, you lost weight, but – Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting... I lost weight. I went on – uh, anyway, pandemic caused many of us to gain weight, but only sure. now is it clear how wide this trend is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. A recent study from Harvard found that in two years since the coronavirus pandemic started, the average person has gained 12 kilograms. That's like 25 pounds, man. A little bit more. Wow. Are you serious? Well, look, I told you, dude, it was... Uh, first of all, you know what? And and of course, they closed the gym. Yeah. You can't go outside. Remember, yeah. you're supposed to sit on the couch and do nothing for humanity. <laughs> okay, sit on the couch and watch CNN so we can mind control. Except you. go get, get another pizza and bottle of whiskey. Ugh. How the hell did I gain 25 pounds? Do you remember when we were uh, in college, they always said the freshman 15, you'd get yeah. everyone gains the freshman 15. Well, now it's the COVID 25. Well, I listen, I started, I, listen, not only I didn't care. I mean, I just didn't care. I started drinking like a fish, eating crud food. You're in Israel. I was, I'm like, dude, was, during COVID, I was living in a true police state. Okay. You go outside without a mask. 500 shekel fine. You go outside during one of the lockdowns and you're more than 500 meters from your house. 500 shekel fine. It was insane. So guess what? And yeah. everyone's wearing these like fakakta masks. So try learning a new language when you can't see anybody's faces. Okay? Fakakta. So, so man, I just locked myself in. We went on, you know, trips. Would go out to the country whenever could get. But man, I started drinking like a fish and eating crud food because I didn't care. And then I finally got to a point where it all hit the wall and i realized oh my gosh i really i really do care so now i'm, I'm trying to repair all the damage from the last two years me and a hundred million other people <laughs> i never gained weight so uh i never gained weight <laughs> i lost weight and i lost weight through depression I'm sorry. good for you i good for when i, I get depressed i don't <laughs> maybe you should get a ukrainian mask that's the new virtual so you know what i saw Right. This is what I saw before we go to our break. Uh, uh, more virtual signaling coming from Israel. I see pictures all over social media of people davening at the Kotel with a with a Ukraine flag. It's disrispectful. Put on a tallit. Well, how do you know there aren't? Pictures? How do you know there aren't like seat seat hanging on the corners of the flag? You don't go to the Kotel and pray with a, a flag over your shoulders. Could you do it with an Israeli flag? 
No, Talit. It just shows stupidity. Not on that note. (laughs) (laughs) 15 seconds. Get off the topic. (laughs) Wrap it up. Get off the fat jokes. Off the fat jokes. We are not fat in Israel. We'll be back. Hi, I'm Rabbi David Aaron. The soul basics are the most profound, the most essential, and yet often the most neglected in our education. Join me for Soul Talk on Israel's News Talk Radio and discover the secrets to love, spiritual growth, and personal power. the news got you down not with these funny guys you're listening to lighten up with steve miller and matt zucker (laughs) 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 welcome back everybody home now did you just fire me (laughs) welcome back everybody to lighten up on israel news talk radio my name is steve miller we're in our last segment with matt zucker last segment finally oh no, don't I mean, say that. I mean, gosh, I'm sorry. The show's almost over. <laughs> I am too. This is the only joy. You're having fun. I know. I'm having fun. Having I have fun. Time? I have fun. Listen, Matt. So, uh, I watched another movie this weekend. Yes. <laughs> this was a little different. It wasn't. Uh, you know, I know I've watched a couple movies and I've reviewed them. You know how they say whenever you do a mitzvah, it, everything's got to be done with joy, with simcha. You study Torah with joy. You do any mitzvah has to be done with joy, right? Yeah. That's okay. So let's here. I have a little advice uh, for all our listeners and for you and anyone else. Um, so I watched a movie on Amazon Prime called The Auschwitz Report. And let me tell you something <laughs> you cannot study Torah after watching a movie about the Holocaust. <laughs> oh. There's no joy. I was very angry and depressed all day on Sunday. The Auschwitz report. It's an I've incredible. Never, it's I've an incredible. It's an incredible movie. But let me tell you something. Don't study Torah after watching a movie about Auschwitz. <laughs> it's terrible. I, I was very angry all day on Sunday. <laughs> so that's my advice, people. Don't make the same mistake that Uncle Stevie just did. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that's my review. But everyone, you should go watch it. It's very good. But if you want, that to- reminds me. Did you, did you ever watch Seinfeld? Yes. Right. So it was like a million years ago and Schindler's List was in the movie theater and his parents were visiting him and he was looking to get some privacy with his girlfriend. So they went to the movies and regardless of uh, what was playing, they were in the back row and got caught making out during Schindler's List. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) You were making out during Schindler's List, Jerry. (laughs) What a Shonda. Well, I got to tell you, speaking of studying Torah, I had I had a friend sent me something today. Uh, it was uh, from Tractate Sota, which I believe is um, in the Talmud. Yes, it is. Concerning anyone who eats bread without washing his hands. Uh, man. Hey, we'll just I, move on. Okay. I sent you that. I know. <laughs> I was like, what you gotta love the Talmud. You can read it. 
If it's in the Talmud, we can repeat it here. Concerning anyone, first of all, I don't know who who wrote this. Okay, so Rabbi Bar Concerning anyone who eats bread without washing his hands, it is as if he engaged in sexual intercourse with a prostitute. That's the Talmud, baby. That is in the Talmud. Uh, I sent I you that. Start, I got I, you're right. I got to start reading this more. <laughs> Let me. I study that. I read Gamar and Talmud all, almost every day. I just, some of these these guys will argue over everything. I mean, I read a whole tractate on on how far or close you should be from davening from like feces and it was hysterical these guys will argue over everything oh yeah. and then like when you're reading it i get like jackie mason into my head and they're like well if if i dive in over here three feet from the feces will i be able to smell it and will it be bad but if i work move step back two feet into the left right it'll be okay but then if i go to the to the front and then to the right closer it's bad oh my god these guys are hysterical <laughs> Well, listen, I have, a, I have a very good friend of mine here, religious guy. Uh, he's a Mashiach, Mashkiach, not Mashiach, Mashkiach, which is like, <laughs> for, it's like, you know, he certifies kashrut in kitchens and yeah, houses yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So he was telling me he does not eat fish and um, won't eat fish on the same plate as, um, I think, meat. Okay. I was like, why? He's like, I don't know, the Rambam said. <laughs> I don't know the Rambam. He's like Rambam was a doctor, and he knows there's all this health writing. You know, it's like, it's like, well, so you won't eat fish and meat. You can eat fish and meat at the same meal, just not on the same plate. He goes, yeah, yeah. I think that's just called obsessive compulsive order. <laughs> anyway, it's it's all so confusing to me. Listen, yeah. speaking of things that are confusing, <laughs> I have a I have, I have an article. Can I share some news with you, please? <laughs> This comes out of Afghanistan. We've talked a lot about Afghanistan, right? Here's the title. Uh, impoverished Afghanistan citizens are selling kidneys to feed their family. Hi, all. Impoverished who? Afghanis. Afghanistan. This is because of Joe Biden. Listen to this. Well, they got two. They're selling kidneys because they're starving over there. It says one city is called Herat near the border of Iran has a settlement known as One Kidney Village. Well, hold on, listen, listen, I got a question for you. Now, it is Afghanistan. Are they selling their own kidneys or are they taking them from people? Yes, no, they're selling their own. It says many oh. of the adults are selling their kidneys in order to provide for their children. And there's a village in there that's called One Kidney Village. Is that a nickname and, or? It's just, did they well, check this out. I'll put it in Google Maps. I'd like to go to One Kidney Village, please, Afghanistan. <laughs> How much do you think a kidney goes for? Just take a guess real quick. Uh, to, um, I don't know, man. I get, come on. What, what market are you talking? I mean, Afghan, I'm going to say $15. Okay. U.S. Here we go. Pre, pre, pre-Joe Biden, kidneys were going for three to $4,000 per kidney. Okay? After Joe Biden, they can only get their kidneys sold for $1,500. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? Fifteen hundred probably to an Afghan, he will will feed his family for a lifetime. I know, but um, <laughs> so there, so one Afghan one Afghan citizen who sold their kidney said, "I regret it now. I can no longer work. I'm in pain and I can't lift anything heavy." <laughs> Check this out: Afghanistan, which is home to over thirty eight million people, is now in desperate need of humanitarian aid. You know what else they need? 
Kidneys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh, do you believe? Do kidneys make you can't lift things? If I don't have a kidney, does that mean I can't lift heavy things? What does that have to do with? I don't know. He says, I regret I regret to give you my kidney. <laughs> Maybe it makes you off balance because, you know, you're missing. The, how much does a kidney weigh? A couple of pounds, right? So now you're. I don't know. But all I know is that you, you can probably blame walk Joe Biden. Too. You probably so walk now, in a circle. So Joe Biden has raised the gas prices here all over the world in America. And he's lowered the prices of a kidney. Thanks a lot, Joe. Oh, listen, man. I saw I saw Welcome. a picture. I, I saw a picture of some pumps out in California. And the people in L.A. are paying, I think, almost as much gas for gas as I am. Almost six dollars out there here uh, where I am. It's about I saw an L.A. nine. I, I believe it where I am. It's about four twenty four, four and a half. <laughs> but uh, thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah, I did that. Huh? Jilly, look what I did. Kidneys have dropped from three thousand to fifteen hundred. See, I'm saving the money. <laughs> you know, I, I have a. <clears throat> Someone who is uh, anyway, the elitists will tell you, well, just buy an electric car. <laughs> right. Right. Look up the person who just spent the last two years in one bedroom apartment with a four cylinder beater who can't afford to put gas in the tank. The elitists are like, we well, should have an electric car and it's better for the environment. I like the high gas prices. That way, uh, you know, less gas will be consumed. <laughs> That's not the answer. No. No. What do you got, Matt? What do you got? What do I got? Listen, this is a good one. Missionaries are planning mass baptism of Jewish refugees. U.S.-based missionary group planning mass baptism of Jews fleeing Ukraine to Israel. I said, I got to read this. How are you? They're baptizing them in Israel? There are Christian missionary groups in Israel right here that apparently proselytize and work to baptize and convert Jews. Well, that's been Chosen a People Ministries. And that's illegal in Israel. I don't know how the heck they, I mean, if I can read about it in the newspaper and they tell you where these places are, the government doesn't know? <laughs> no, they don't. I, <laughs> Naftali Brenner doesn't know. I don't know anything about proselytizing. The organization maintains three churches in Israel, Jerusalem, Ramat Gan, which is like, North Tel Aviv and Bat Yam, and they're active in converting Jews to I've Christianity. Got a, I got a solution. So, when Israel brings over those 10, 15, 20,000 refugees and less than 10% are Jewish, give them 90% of the Christians and tell these people that they're Jews and then have them baptize them, and then that'll feed their hunger and thirst for conversion. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. How do you like if that idea? If you're trying just to convert, I, I just assume they'd be thrown out of the country. Fine, but give them Christians and say, yeah, they're Jews, babe. Go ahead. Baptize away. <laughs> and it won't matter because they're not Jews. Yeah, babe. Oh, oh, my God, babe. There's only two minutes left. I got a great story. Yeah. A great story to end on. Check this out. Kansas woman wins traditional pancake race against England. Okay? There's a race with pancakes. And guess the name of the town is in Kansas. Wait, a, a race with pancakes? I'm trying I'm gonna, to, like, what I'm do you, gonna, like, okay. I'm going to explain it to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Guess what part of Kansas they live in. It's called Liberal Kansas. <laughs> it says a woman from Liberal Kansas is this year's champion of the traditional pancake day race against a woman from only England. Okay. 
here's how it works. Contestants must carry a pancake in a frying pan and flip it at the beginning and end of the 450-yard race. <laughs> this began in the 15th century in England, but in 1950, liberal Kansas decided to bring it to America, baby. I hope you don't have to run all that distance with like a cast iron skillet. Yes, you do. And you know what else? Uh, because it's called liberal Kansas. They're not allowed to use Aunt Jemima. It's racist. It's a, it's a racist race. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to end on that. <laughs> uh, perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. And we will catch you uh, next week. Same time, same channel. Shibuotov, everybody. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. Just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.home page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candlelighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.